It's time now for Spears on Sports with John Spears, presented by M&M Carnage. And now, here's Johnny. Ah, made it to a Friday. Made it to December. Welcome in. Spears on Sports, presented by M&M Carnage, Friday, December 1. Have you started your Christmas shopping, Scooter? Uh, no. I don't do much Christmas shopping. I don't either. My wife does it all. <laughs> she, she, in fact, she shops for the present I'm going to give her. Hmm. Yeah. That's convenient. So I almost have to do nothing. My, uh, my, you, go ahead. I always do the thing where my presence is my presence. Oh, good God. Yeah. You like that? <laughs> for somebody else, I would say yes. I like that. <laughs> um, boy, I tell you what, I got home yesterday. The dude was there. I'm just going to call him the dude. Putting up my 70-inch TV on the wall. Come on. Hello. Oh. <laughs> I am one happy dude. How was sports last night with that? How was um, the game? I, well, I went to watch St. X uh, play an Australian team. Nice. They beat them 119 to, I don't know, 64. I left when it was 94 to 44. But then I went home. Strapped it in, into the recliner, Cowboys and Seahawks, glorious, glorious. And now he's got to come back because he's got to move my formerly big TV, this is now obviously not so big, underneath the new big one, and then I'll have another one up in the corner. I'm, I'm getting the Tony Burke hey. set up, three TVs. Come on. Ready to go. Ready to go. And as soon as I get it, leaving town for Ball State. That's what I was thinking. Yeah, you don't get to watch it for another two days. By the way, short show today. We're only going 40. I hate it. I don't like it, but I had to get my six-pack in. People need to know who the winners are this weekend. Mm -hmm. Scooter 0 for 1. Good start. As Dallas did not cover, I, Tony and I tried to tell him yesterday, we like Seattle. He doesn't listen. He just doesn't listen. It's one thing I do not do. Happy birthday to Mo, Middletown Mo, frequent texter of the show, uh, too shy to call, I guess. I don't know. Um, for the record, it's Tony's brother. Hmm. Nobody knows that. Well, they do now. A brother or brother-in-law? Brother. Hmm. Middletown Mo, happy birthday. Eminem Cartage Hotline's open, 502-384-1450, 384-1450 if you'd like to join in on the conversation. Thornton's text line is open as well, 502-414-1450. I didn't do it today, but you should, even though it's rainy, even though it's nasty. Scooter, scooter stop. Run into Thornton's. Get yourself a uh, fountain drink, 32 ounces or smaller, only 89 cents. You heard me right, 89 cents. Come in today, grab a fountain drink from Thornton's, and hit me up on the Thornton's text line, 502-414-1450. 1450. For what it's worth, I got this one at 645 this morning. And you, <sighs> you heard the ice. Still ice in there. Okay. I love Kentucky Roll Call. Mm -hmm. I'm a big fan of TJ and Nick mm -hmm. and yourself, of course. Can we get a new commercial that doesn't feature John <laughs> Calipari? <laughs> it's our biggest get of I all mean, time. I mean, I look, I understand that. If I got Justin Thomas on this show, by it, the way. He would always be your pro. He's my white whale. That would be the promo yeah. every time. Justin Thomas, the Justin Thomas interview. But come on. Well, come the, on. the cow one doesn't really make sense to me, and it kind of gets under my skin <laughs> because at the end when he's he's just going through all this spiel, they need to do this, and then he goes, so that everyone gets that last look. What does that even mean? 
Um, Can you explain that to me? I can't explain anything he ever said. I have no idea what that means. Coach speak. It's beyond coach speak because coach speak is just, uh, you know, hey, we, uh, you know, got to play better. Got to, you know, got to get the job done. It's beyond coach speak. But love the KRC boys. Love all. Love you guys. You're great. But uh, come on, give me a new promo. <laughs> uh, conference title weekend is here, and I want chaos, but I don't envision chaos. Mm-hmm. I will get to the new Indiana coach. I let Matt do that for an hour, uh, so I get to hear that for an hour. But uh, we will talk about Kurt Signetti. Eventually, I know Scooter's chomping at the bit to talk uh, about this exciting new uh, football coach at Indiana is going to take him to great heights. I've talked enough about it. I'm okay. good. All right. Conference title weekend. I want chaos. I don't expect chaos. I do think Oregon will beat Washington. And I think Louisville will win. But I just don't see chaos. Georgia's going to win, mm-hmm. in my opinion. Uh, Michigan, if they lose, upset of the decade against Iowa? I don't know about upset of the decade, but it'd be a big one. Texas, I know, is a big favorite, but I don't expect it to be a 15-point game. But I would love some chaos. I'm not expecting chaos. Chaos would be Louisville wins, which I do expect. Uh, It doesn't matter who wins Oregon-Washington, in my opinion. It doesn't matter. If Washington wins, they're in. If Oregon wins and Florida State loses, Oregon's in. It's that simple. If Florida State, Washington, Michigan, and Georgia all win, they're all undefeated, they're all in. You can't kick them out. I don't care that Florida State is going to be starting a third-string quarterback now in all likelihood. Do they still use strength of schedule or anything like that? Strength of schedule, strength of opponent's schedule. Because there's no way Florida State's up there at the end of the – even if they are I understand that. 13-0 is 13-0. 13-0 is – in a Power 5 conference, it's 13-0. And And you cannot – and you know what one of their non-conference wins was? And I know it was August. They destroyed LSU. Mm -hmm. That's a a great win no matter when you have it. Alabama-Georgia is interesting because the committee and probably most college fans want Alabama in the playoff. It's more exciting when they're in there. If they destroy Georgia, is Georgia out? They haven't lost a game in three years. Can you possibly say to to Kirby Smart, well, you know, great run, but uh, Alabama beat you. And we got to put Texas in because they beat Alabama, so you're out. I don't think so. I think Georgia's going to be in regardless of what happens in this game. I hate the whole Texas beat Alabama, so they have to That's, be in over Alabama. That They played, what was that, week two? But that is the They're only – completely different teams. That now. is the only metric that you can grab a hold of that is an actual fact. Mm-hmm. You can eye test all you want. But it still is going to go back to Texas went into Tuscaloosa and won by 10. And I don't care what time of the year it was, that happened this season. Michigan, <laughs> look, I'd love to see Iowa beat Michigan. I, you heard me. I laugh when I say it. I can't even get the words out. 21 and a half now. A little money coming in on the uh, 
on the Hawkeyes? That seems foolish. Question mark? Let me make sure I'm right on that because it sounds wrong. Nope, 21 and a half. What was it yesterday? Wasn't it like 25 and a half? I thought it was 23. Oh, maybe the over-under was, was yeah. 35 and a half. Okay. It is down to 35. <laughs> and we talked about this yesterday, DraftKings, Iowa, first half over first half over under .5, second half over under .5. That's just disrespectful. You got to bet them both, I think. That's dis you got to bet which which way? Which way do you bet on both? I, I think you take the over in both okay. halves. All right. Hope if, for a If you goal. just said under, I said, well, that's if you want to win money, then you got to have a shutout, right? Uh, I'd love to see how we'll beat them. I don't, I don't see it now. That and that really does that cause chaos? If Iowa beats Michigan, now if Alabama beats Georgia, that's one thing. It's Alabama. If Iowa beats Michigan, is Michigan out and Ohio State in? Because now I'll go back to the same thing I do with Texas and Alabama. Well, wait a minute, Michigan yeah, beat Ohio State exactly. And that was a week ago. That wasn't three months ago. Oh, I love I love this time of year. I'm going to be uh, home tomorrow night from Muncie, Indiana by about 8 o'clock, just in time to watch Louisville and Michigan. Those two games are at 8 o'clock tomorrow night. I'm excited about this next year. Just thinking about the 12-team playoff, and it, instead of – Who's going to get in? Who's not going to get in? It's going to be more of who's going to play who. And to me, that'll be a lot more fun. I don't know how fun it's going to be. Well, I mean, it's... The the argument is, hey, it makes a regular season uh, irrelevant. I disagree with that. Same. I completely disagree with that. Because that regular season game between Texas and Alabama, if they had a 12-team playoff, that would be relevant here. Because Texas is not going to be lower seeded than Alabama. And we've seen that since the college football playoff rankings started coming out. Texas had stayed at least one spot ahead of Alabama the whole time. Mm-hmm. The whole time. Even after they lost Oklahoma, they stayed ahead of Alabama. They had to. And if you want to talk eye test with Alabama, they should have lost to Auburn. I mean, if you really want to go there and say – well, you know, that uh, that Texas game was in September. Well, the Auburn game was last week. And barring a 31-yard, we work on it every day in practice, says <laughs> Nick Saban, bomb on fourth and goal with no timeouts left, they lose to Auburn, who lost to New Mexico State by three touchdowns the week before. So I look forward to it. This game tonight, I hope we're in Muncie and I can sit at the hotel bar and watch this game tonight, Oregon and Washington. Mm-hmm. To me, I know Georgia-Alabama's juicy, but to me, Oregon-Washington's the game of the weekend. Yeah. 11-1, 12-0, rematch in a game that Oregon thinks they should have won on the road. Dan Lanning went forward on fourth down four times and never converted. And I've set and Oregon's a ten point favorite, Scooter. I don't get that number ten. at all. Vegas. At they, all. They don't build those air conditioned hotels and casinos because they lose money. Well, I'm gonna lose money too, because I'm betting on Washington. Uh, you wanna would you rather lose it to me? Because uh that may be part of the six pack. <laughs> okay. We can do a gentleman's wager. <laughs> well, there had to be gentlemen involved. I don't <laughs> see any in this room. All right, Kurt Signetti. 
is the new head football coach in Indiana, and even though Scooter's talked about it ad nauseum today, we're going to talk about it a little bit more. James Madison was 11-1 and this year. He was 52-9 and at JMU. That's impressive. Mm-hmm. Uh, and remember, they are a recent transition to Division I football. They've been Division I basketball forever, but they're a recent transition to Division I. 31-4 in conference games. They are not eligible to play in the Sun Belt Championship game, which is, again, ludicrous. Uh, it'll be App State and Troy this weekend. Mm-hmm. Which is going to be awesome. Which will be a great game. Uh, I, but it should be Troy and JMU. Uh, he was named head coach at Indiana, I guess, late last night. Is that fair? Or was yeah. it this morning? He was, he was introduced this morning. Yeah, late last night. Um, to replace Tom Allen, uh, the former Indiana coach, was 33-49 and 49 in Bloomington. Uh, and he had, you know, great guy, fun guy, loved to hear him talk, spoke to him a couple of times. Um, just You got to win. If you're in major college football, you got to win. I don't care if your name's Tom Allen or Woody Hayes. You got to win. Both coordinators will come. All right, here's JMU. Number one rush defense in the country. Number one tackles for loss in the country. Top 20 scoring offense. Top 20 scoring defense. By the way, James Madison will play in a bowl game because there were not enough eligible teams record-wise to fill out all the bowl games. So JMU gets to play in a bowl game. Are you back? I'm back. I just checked. We got to add on the phone. JMU gets to play in a bowl game because there are, were not enough eligible teams mm-hmm. record-wise, which I think is great. I'm glad yeah. they get to play. Same. Here's the thing. Kurt Signetti is bringing a significant portion of his staff to Bloomington, including both coordinators. Mm-hmm. Before we get excited, and I think it's great, and I think Indiana should be excited. Scott Satterfield did the same thing from App State to Louisville. He brought his coordinators. He brought his staff. And it went well for a very short period of time. I guess it went well enough where somebody else wanted him to be their coach sure. and paid Louisville to take him. The press, the presser, the introduction this morning, he talked to the team. I like what I've seen so far. It's an early litmus test here. But, Scooter, you're an Indiana fan. Based on what's happened the last couple of years here, you got to be – I guess jumping up and down here with this guy. Oh yeah, no, I I am super excited. I was, I was unsure who they would be able to get who would be a splash. I wanted hire. John Gruden. I I wouldn't. I wouldn't. <laughs> that have was hated. never going to happen. But w- boy, it was a fun rumor. I would not have hated John Gruden, but no, I I think they did get a guy who's going to be able to make a splash hire or who was a splash hire, and I said it on roll call this morning, but. It's going to be good for Coach Signetti because Indiana is a patient fan base. We're not expecting success right away because we haven't had success in the past. So as long as he can continue to build this thing and get good recruits in, hit the transfer portal, then I I think it could be a really good thing for Indiana. Now, I also said to you before we came on today, if we're going through another coaching search in four, five, six years, that wouldn't surprise me either because it's Indiana football. And if here's the other thing, if he is successful, other teams will want him. Yeah. So if there's two two reasons to go through a coaching search, one of them's good, one of them's bad. You either stink, or you're so good, other teams want you. So we'll see which way it goes. Ed's on the line. You say? Yep. 
Let's go to the Eminem Cartage Hotline on his way to Charlotte. Maybe he's there already. Hello, Ed. Well, maybe Ed's not there. Ed did not want to talk. <laughs> he's he did say he was going through the mountains. So he, he heard me talking about Indiana football and he hung turned up. it off. <laughs> yeah. By the way, uh, I did see a projection for Kentucky today. Duke's Mayo Bowl, not against Duke though. Now, oh, Virginia Tech. Yuck. In the Duke's Mayo Bowl. Duke's coach, of course, Mike Elko, is now the new man at Texas A&M. That would have been juicy, huh? That would have been Duke and Kentucky played? You got Riley Leonard in the transfer portal, and the coach is gone. Yeah. Yes, let's play Duke. (laughs) We'll take a break. Come back. Six-pack coming up. Final segment of the weekend coming up. Spears on Sports presented by Eminem Cartage on the Big X. Welcome back. Spears on Sports presented by Eminem Carnage. John Spears in the studio. Short show today, so this is the final segment of the week. Woo-hoo. Unsponsored six-pack coming up. It makes everybody happy. <laughs> um, Indiana basketball tonight right here on the Big X. The Hoosiers open Big Ten play against the Maryland Terrapins. Game time, 7 o'clock, 6 o'clock pregame right here on the Big X. Maryland and Indiana from uh, Bloomington, from Assembly Hall. Uh, so big game for the Hoosiers. They are five and one coming in tonight. Maryland is four and three. Let's go to the Eminem Cartage Hotline and bring in Ed. Ed, make it well, make I, it quick. I think I think we have made it out from between mountains. I'm staring <laughs> in a big one right now. The Smokies, right? Charlotte. The Smokies. And it's, uh, can you? Can you hear me okay? Yes, you sound great. All right, great. Well, we it has been raining ever since we left Louisville around 8 a.m. We're probably uh, probably 20 miles on this side of Virginia. Uh, we're going into we're getting close to the uh, Bluefield, West Virginia, and we'll have probably what three hours here after that. Oh my God! My wife. Well, thank you wife, for the thank you for the update. Ed, the only reason you called today is so you don't have to talk to her for a few minutes. Isn't that true? Uh, <laughs> you can talk to me instead. What you said, I'm not repeating it. Don't uh, tell her after you're off. The, tell her we're in the middle of an interview here. <laughs> no, I, I, that that that's okay. What do you expect okay. to happen? I was going to give you a compliment, John, but you can forget it now. Ed, what do you expect to see in Charlotte tomorrow night? I'm going to try to keep this show on the rails. Okay, that's a good idea. Well, I think it's interesting that uh, uh, the uh, backup quarterback, Rademacher, uh, I'm not sure if he's going to play or not. Uh, I think he probably will. I think that's probably uh, an erroneous rumor. But if he doesn't play, uh, Louisville could probably maybe uh, try to tee off on that backup quarterback. Yeah, I don't think it matters. Disguises at him defensively that confuse him and – you know, I think Louisville has more of a chance. My goodness, the traffic is really backed up <laughs> over here. I'm glad it's given us the traffic report to, from Louisville to Charlotte. Ed, I don't think it matters. I think Louisville wins this game. I don't think it, I don't care who the quarterback is. I think Louisville wins. They're mad about last week. Um, they're out of the playoff hunt. They're playing for pride here, and I think they're going to be ready to go. And I think defensively, they're going to. They're going to be all over the field tomorrow night. So, I, I love Louisville in this game. 
What is it? Still two and a half. One and a half. One and a half. So a lot of a lot of people love well, Louisville. Might, I'm not the only one. Have changed my mind about Louisville winning this game. I I, I had uh, Florida as a solid favorite. You know they had those big receivers, and if you can get the the ball to them against the smaller defensive backs in Louisville, you could. Uh, you can move the football. Uh, yeah, but if gosh, but really? if the okay. but if the defensive line can know. get to the backup quarterback, he can't throw it to the big receivers, and that's what I think happens tomorrow night. Well, I, you know, I, I hope you're right. All the people, I think, uh, I think Louisville's going to have a great crowd. Uh, uh, Florida State's about the same distance from Tallahassee to uh, Charlotte, so we shall see. Now, the Wildcats might be making a trip down here to Charlotte. Hell to, I know. Uh, invest in some mano uh, uh, mayonnaise. Yeah, I'm a I'm a um, I'm a Miracle Whip guy. I don't like mayonnaise, so <laughs> don't like it. Period. Okay. Hellman's, well, Dukes. I don't care what it is. I don't like it. I'm a Miracle Whip guy. Uh, here, here, here's another thing too: is Louisville offensively their line uh, didn't play well in the second half last week. Yep. First half it played okay, but it will it be enough to play against that good defensive line of, of Florida State. Will they be able to protect Plummer? I think Plummer needs to do uh, slants and, and those uh, 10, 15-yard hitches and not try to ball, throw the ball downfield because when he did, when he does, he gets intercepted. If he runs the ball, he needs to tuck it in and not hold it out where defensive back can, uh, can knock it away from him. I like Jordan the, just got pulled away from the ball at George Jordan yeah, yeah. his fumble. I like the scouting report, and I appreciate the call. Safe travels. I got to get out of here early today to get the bu- get on the bus, but I appreciate the call, Edward. Well, you have a safe trip. It's raining out there. Take care. <laughs> Thank you, buddy. There you go. So um, there's a backup on I-75 in uh, Virginia, so weather. keep that in mind as you head to Charlotte. We got a weather report, a traffic report, and all. a scouting report and a five-minute call. Pretty good. That's pretty good. That's really good. By the way, Hero World Challenge, Golf Channel, mm-hmm. Tiger Woods. What's he doing? He is three under through six today. Wow. So he's back to even? Back to even. Good for him. Uh, actually, I take it back. He's four under through seven Wow. Today. Guess I'm going home watching golf. He's one under. In the Hero World Challenge, Justin Thomas, three under through three, he is tied for the lead now. What's the What are the leaders at? Five under. Justin okay. Thomas, Jordan Spieth, Brian Harmon, Tony Finau. Tigers the right last, there. The last two of which have not teed off yet. So, um, if it's raining, you got nothing to do, Golf Channel today. Hero World Challenge. The best golfers in the world. Mm-hmm. Uh, and Tiger... If you watched any of it yesterday, and I don't know if you did, he's just happy to be out there. Yeah, no, and he looked happy. I actually forgot that it was going on, um, so I read a story about it this morning. But I'll I'll be watching it this afternoon. Cowboys forty one, Seahawks thirty five last night. You're twenty three and three on the unders in primetime is now twenty three and four. Yeah, um, that you, game you went, went over, over early. Oh, of course. But I also, <laughs> I'm not going to tell you what I did stupidly after <laughs> after I picked Seattle. I'm not going to tell you what I did. Dak Prescott, 29 of 41, 299, three touchdowns. I guess he's an MVP candidate now. Up to number three in the odds. Really? Tied with, tied with Lamar. So you got uh, Patrick. I think you. I think it goes Hurts. Hurts Hurt first, but then Mahomes, then Lamar, and, and Dak. Uh, uh, CeeDee Lamb, 12 catches, 116, and a touchdown. He was outdone, though. DK Metcalf for Seattle, six for 134, two, three touchdowns. 
Geno Smith was good. He threw the one interception. Uh, the Dallas defense was not good except for like twice all night. There were no punts in that game last night. Did you see that? No punts by either team? Fifth time in NFL history. I saw that Dallas didn't punt, but I, I didn't know Seattle never punted. They, uh, That's wild. They threw an interception, and they uh, turned it over twice on down. Oh, the old arm punt. The what? The arm punt. What is that? An interception. That's an arm punt? Yeah. I've never heard that. And you know what? I could have gone to my grave never hearing <laughs> it. Uh, all right. So, Indiana tonight hosts Maryland in basketball. Bloomington, I use three. How do you feel about this one? I don't have a feeling about this one. I, I don't think Indiana's favored by three. Yes. Really? They don't cover that. Maryland's number. four and three, and they yeah. haven't really beaten anybody that you would go, oh, wow, they beat them. I don't so. see Indiana covering that number. Really? But I think they win. Tomorrow, North Carolina, Wilmington at Kentucky. UNCW is five and two, but same thing. You go, well, eh, they haven't really beat anybody. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's, I don't have a spread yet. Four o'clock, SEC Network tomorrow. Big question, will DJ Wagner play? I would say no. I don't think he has to play. But I don't think the uh, ankle is going to end up being a problem. They've got a week off after this game. So he's not going to play. You're not going to see Aaron Bradshaw. Again, short bench here, short rotation for Kentucky. But if they got anything, they got guards. So, by the way, Dillingham will probably get the start there for uh, Wagner. TJ said, you never hearing of an arm punt is embarrassing. Just going to pass that along. Okay. Man, there's a lot I don't know. There's a lot. Of, I am sheltered. I am. I stay home. I don't do anything. Um, arm punt. That's just a. That's dumb. <laughs> it doesn't make any sense. Uh, he didn't throw it deep. I mean, it was an out. So it was a six-yard arm punt. Oh, bad. I mean, there's bad punters everywhere, yeah, John. All right. Uh, Louisville Sunday at Virginia Tech. The cards have matched their season total for wins from last year. Woo-hoo. Did you and Trevor do an over-under here or we an didn't. Eastern Michigan thing? No, nothing this year. Cards are 4-3. and three. Virginia Tech's 5-3. and three. Uh, This is a conference game, 4 o'clock on the ACC network. In fact, uh, Big Ten and ACC this week, they sort of uh, – some of them. Now, the ACC, they all get started. Tomorrow there are five ACC games. Duke is at Georgia Tech, Florida State at North Carolina, Notre Dame at Miami. So some top 25 teams are playing there. Then Sunday, two more ACC games, uh, Clemson and Pitt, Louisville and Virginia Tech. So I love the fact that in the middle of December, when all of these teams are playing, you know, UNC, Wilmington and whoever, that the Big Ten and the ACC say, hey, let's let's play a conference game. Um, and it's fun because tomorrow uh, Illinois is at Rutgers. Tonight you got uh, Maryland, Indiana, and Purdue is at Northwestern. Purdue, by the way, is only a five and a half point. Northwestern's pretty good. Watch out for Boo Booey. They're five and five and one. Uh, one Big Ten game tomorrow in the Minnesota Ohio State on Sunday evening. So um, conference play underway. If you not paying attention here, and I wasn't until I was looking for what to talk about today. Connecticut and Kansas tonight mm-hmm. in Allen Fieldhouse. That'll be good. Connecticut has won, I don't know the exact number, 24, is that the number? 24 straight non-conference right, games yeah. by double digits, which is a record. Well, that's a good snap tonight. At Kansas, three-point favorite at home. ESPN 2, 9 o'clock, late start tonight. I'd take UConn with the points. you take the three there? Yeah, I would. Ah, 
Houston's at Xavier, sixth-ranked Houston tonight, is an eight-and-a-half-point favorite on the road. I mentioned Purdue, number one, playing uh, five-and-a-half at Northwestern. we got to get to your picks. All right, it's time. Time for the unsponsored six-pack. Kissing my sister last week, three and three. Uh, maybe TJ's never heard that expression. I don't know. But uh, still eight games over five hundred for the season. Let's try to get some winners. Now, I always tell you when I feel good about my picks and mm-hmm. when I feel eh, meh about my picks, you know? Yep. I don't like them. There are – I love these picks this week. Oh, boy. I know. And I know you know one of them already and you hate it. Tonight, Oregon and Washington in Las Vegas, Pac-12 championship game. The Ducks looking for revenge. They're 11-1. and one. Their only losses to undefeated Washington. Oregon, a 10-point favorite. I'm giving the points here. The over-under in this game, Scooter, is, I got to get it right, 65 and a half. Ooh, What's the theory? Buddy, go high. Go they over. They can't make it high oh. enough. I love the over, and I love the Ducks. I'm going to say the Ducks put up 45 tonight. Okay. 45. I say the Ducks win. There's no way they cover that number. No way. I love no it when way. you say no way because you're <laughs> so, you, you know, you got your finger on the pulse of the gambling world. <laughs> Tomorrow at 4 o'clock on CBS. Now, I want to say this. I love Louisville. I think Louisville wins. I think Louisville wins. Uh, The word I'm going to look for is convincingly. They're going to blow them out. But I think they win. I don't want to put Louisville in the six-pack, so I didn't. Okay. I I know that makes no sense, but I didn't put them in. Georgia and Alabama from Atlanta. SEC championship game. Look. Last week I took Bama because Auburn had just got waxed by New Mexico State. This week I'm uh, looking at this game saying, well, Bama almost got beat by that same Auburn team. So I'm going to take Georgia. Georgia minus five and a half. I think anytime you get the dogs less than a touchdown, I don't care who they're playing. And Kirby Smart is hearing the buzz that, you know, if they lose to Alabama, they might not make the playoffs. He feels his team is disrespected, and I don't blame him here. They've had good games this year. They've had bad games. But when they played top opponents, Georgia's been really good this year. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to give the five and a half. I like that one. All right. Good. I don't know if that's good or not. <laughs> also, 8 o'clock tomorrow night, Michigan and Iowa. Lucas Oil Stadium. I don't know why Michigan-Ohio State rematch can't be the Big Ten championship game, but here we are. Next year, that'll change, right? Oh, yeah. No divisions next year. Correct. Michigan is 21 and a half. The over-under is 35. I'm taking Michigan. I can't help it. Now, Iowa will slow you down. They will muck it up. They want to run clock and punt and field position and all of that stuff. But I think Michigan's offense is something Iowa hasn't seen this year. Jim Harbaugh's back. He wants to make sure everybody knows that those assistant coaches did not win the games. He was still hanging in there around, so he's going to want to put it on Iowa. I think he does. Give me the Wolverines. Yay or nay? Mm, I don't. I don't have a finger for, or a feel for that one. NFL football on Sunday. Jets hosting Atlanta. Atlanta's a two-point favorite here. The Jets are a mess. However, the last time we said the Jets were a mess, they pulled an upset. Don't do it, John. I have to. Don't Atlanta's just not very good. I'm taking the Jets and the two points. Enjoy your L. <laughs> <laughs> Mid- 
My favorite game of the weekend is Denver and Houston. Now, I hate to pick a game that Tony and Big Al the Fish picked, but I'm going to here, and I'm going to go with them. Denver is due to lose. They've won five in a row. Houston's better than anybody thought they were going to be. They're at home. This is a big game. This is probably the second biggest game of the weekend besides San Francisco and Philadelphia. I think Houston wins. I think they win it convincingly. I'm going to take the Texans and give Denver three in Houston. Hate it. And finally, Kansas City at Green Bay. You know my theory. If I can ever get the Chiefs, and it doesn't work out very well, but if I can ever get the Chiefs with less than a touchdown, I'm taking them. They're giving six to a bad Green Bay team at Green Bay. Give me the Chefs minus the six. You gave me an interesting Green Bay stat. When, before we went on. I did. So, through their first 11 games, Aaron Rodgers, Jordan Love, both threw for 5,299 yards, both had 21 total touchdowns, and both started 5-6. and six. That's a very crazy. weird, weird, <laughs> numer- numerologist would be going crazy right now because that's nuts. All right, I got to get out of here because I don't want to – if I miss the bus to Muncie – You got to drive. No, I just wouldn't go. Wait a minute. All of a sudden, I might want to stay on the show here for another <laughs> 20 minutes. Wait a minute. If I miss the bus to Muncie, then I don't get to take the bus to Muncie. <laughs> All of a sudden, that's attractive. Thank you for listening. Good luck on your betting. Be back Monday to talk about every crazy thing that happens this weekend, like we do every Monday. Thanks for listening. Spears on Sports presented by Eminem Cartage on the Big X. I heard it.